Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Bianca, and each episode I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's sixth episode called To CBD or Not to CBD. Let's get into it. So... I want to start off this episode by saying I am not a doctor. I am not an expert in this area. I am just somebody who has tried out CBD and it's worked really well for me. Um, I've definitely had some trial and error situations as well, which I will get into. So let's dive in. First, um, if you have not tried CBD before and it's something that you are curious or interested in, please, please contact your primary care physician first before using it. Um, And now we can proceed. I'm going to get into some things like what is CBD? What are its uses? What kind of conditions does it help? What are the pros and cons? What types of CBD are there available for you to use? And I'm going to also get into my personal experiences. So, Lego. First, from comfortcare.com, CBD uh, actually stands for uh, cannabidiol. It's the essential ingredient in Mary Jane, <laughs> but comes from the hemp plant, which is considered a cousin of the plant, um, the MJ plant to be specific. It does not cause a high. Um, the component found in MJ that produces a high is called THC, which stands for tetrahydrocunabinol. Tetrahydrocunabinol. Crazy. Um, the uses are for better sleep, pain relief, reducing inflammation. Um, things like that. And here are some conditions that CBD helps. Acne, Alzheimer's disease, anxiety, arthritis pain, depression, inflammatory pain, muscle spasticity in multiple sclerosis, nausea and vomiting associated with cancer, nerve-related pain, and sleep disorders. Now, there are, I guess, two groups, I would say, of CBD. And this is all um, still according to comfortcare.com. And I'll definitely cite my other sources when uh, the time comes. Um, But according to this website that I just mentioned, um, there is CBD for ingestion. There's also CBD for topical use. So I'm going to get into the ingestion portion first. You can ingest CBD through an oil, like a tincture, uh, through capsules, through gummies, uh, or other candies, through seltzer, and also kombucha. Now, I added the seltzer and kombucha. This website just covers oil, capsule, gummies. And seltzers and kombuchas are typically sold, you know, at like bars or restaurants um, in the specialty drink category, you know, of, of drinks that they have. Um and the topical use is cream typically for like muscle aches soreness things of that nature um it's supposed to help alleviate that um 
basically when you are buying CBD, it's really in any of the forms that I mentioned, it's really good to vet the company beforehand, in particular for the ingesting portion of it. Um, well, for all of it, but um, with the ingesting portion, the United States basically has mandated QR codes to keep distribution and the quality of CBD products in check. Now that's from uh, Skinova.io. The following information is also from Skinova.io. Uh, forensic toxologists at Virginia Commonwealth University examined nine liquids used in electronic vapes advertised as being 100% natural CBD extracts, but found one with dextromethorphan used in over-the-counter cough medications and considered addictive when abused, and four of the uh, nine liquids with a synthetic cannabinoid, sometimes called spice, that can cause anxiety, psychosis, uh, how do I pronounce this? Uh, Tachycardia or tachycardia and death, According to a study last year in Forensic Science International, it says here that the main concern with CBD is that it is a supplement, not a medication, and the FDA does not regulate the purity of supplements. So basically, there's been an issue with you not knowing for certain what the products have in them that are CBD-based, um, other than the active ingredients that is listed on the actual dose and that it can sometimes contain other elements. Um, it says here also CBD um, derived from hemp was legalized federally in December of 2018, but the FDA is still researching it, and some states are even restricting it still. But, oops, excuse me, but that basically is supposed to be re resolved um, to a high degree from these QR codes that the U.S. has mandated. Um, and basically, the QR codes, if you don't know what a QR code is, they're basically square-shaped 2D barcodes that store information, and they store much more information than typically a barcode or um, something that can uh, hold information in that way, and also they can encode alphanumeric content. Uh, basically, this allows room for the QR codes to store content ranging from text and URLs to multimedia. So that's what the uh, QR codes are for. And basically, when you have a QR code, um, you can uh, attach this thing called a COA, which stands for a Certificate of Analysis issued by an accredited laboratory and it includes the full composition of the product. For a CBD product, this, this certificate basically should have the following information uh, for it to be legit. The product's batch number, the website on which full batch information is available, the expiration date, the amount of hemp extra extract in the product in milligrams, and a statement that the product contains less than 0.3% THC. And because I'm in Florida, um, I'm going to shout out Florida for if any of you who are listening from Florida. Currently, Florida law states that legal CBD products must be distributed and sold with a label. This label should include either a scannable barcode or a QR code linking to the COA or certificate of analysis. Um, the COA is, uh, is issued by a third-party laboratory and verifies that the product has cleared lab testing. So if you're in Florida... 
specifically. There's a couple other places too, like Cali, Nevada. Um, but just so that you know, you're you're covered basically if you want to at least try to obtain some CBD and, and give it a try. After it's cleared through your doctor, you should be good to go. And then you can... I did it with my own uh, personal one that I uh, use. Um, I use these. I just started not too long ago using these gummies, uh, these CBD gummies that are really great. And um, when I was doing the research for this episode, I found out about the COA and I went to the bottle of, of CBD gummies and I was literally able to scan the QR code with my smartphone and I was able to to check out this website that they're mentioning here. So it's it's really cool. I didn't even know that I could do that. I didn't know that the product has that. And um, I'd been using the CBD gummies for a couple of months now. So so there's that. Um, what else can I share with you? Oh, there are um, some side effects of CBD. A few of the side effects are nausea, fatigue, and irritability. According to Harvard Health Publishing, CBD can negatively interact with grapefruit juice and uh, warfarin, um, which is a blood thinner that is commonly under the brand name Coumadin. So something to be aware if you're somebody who takes blood thinners um, and talking to your primary care physician should cover any potentially negative interactions that any medications uh, that you're taking will have with CBD if you run it by them. So that's another huge reason why I keep hopping back to mention that really talking to your doctor first is key to make sure that it's not going to have any negative reactions with the medications that you're taking and just to make sure that it's a good thing for you. So I think that's all with that information, like the background information that I have for you. Um, I would like to share my experience with CBD products now. Um, So the other thing that I want to bring up is that, you know, no two people are alike, whether you are in recovery or or you're sober or whether you're not in recovery and you're not sober, um, different people are going to have different reactions. Um, I've known about CBD for a couple of years, I think, and it took me until just recently. Like, I'm almost a year and a half sober. I will be in, like, four days. I'll be 18 months sober. And I'm just now, within the past couple of months of my sobriety, finding a CBD product that works for me effectively. Um, So I've tried the oils, the tinctures before, and typically they're pretty expensive, like... $75 or up depending on you know what place you get it from and not only for me the personally did I discover that the CBD oils don't really taste that well they don't really work for me like I didn't really feel alleviated of my anxiety or you know some of the reasons why I was seeking it was to decrease my anxiety and depression um, just kind of give myself an overall sense of like calm, you know, um, because the fact of the matter is like, you know, I have experienced like having a solid practice of prayer and meditation and journaling and physical exercise and eating well and drinking the water and being creative and being social with family and friends, um, and being out in nature and still having anxiety and 
I do believe that all of those things do work. And I believe that they're holistic and they're, you know, necessary um, and relatively simple to cultivate, I think, um, in terms of like the practices that I can do on my own in my own time within my own control. But, you know, sometimes as a person, you just need you just need a little bit extra. I mean, one of my favorite singers, Jojo, just put out an album called Trying Not to Think About It. And one of the songs talks about needing a lift, like, can I get a lift? So I I totally relate to that. What she's talking about is basically doing everything that she could do and getting off of antidepressants and then realizing that she actually still needs her antidepressants you know, and that's not going to be everybody's case. Some people decide to go the prescription route. Some people decide not to. It's totally uh, an individual decision. So I'm not saying that one way is right or one way is wrong, but I can say as somebody whose <laughs> current mental health situation is TBD, let's say, <laughs> I've been potentially diagnosed with multiple things and I'm not still, I'm still not sure what exactly I may be working with mental health wise. I can say that prescriptions so far haven't worked for me and the the side effects have been really terrifying, way more terrifying than than the short list of side effects listed here for CBD. And it's even more challenging for me as somebody who is a recovering addict, alcoholic to take prescriptions that might have a strong effect on my body um, when you haven't had alcohol or any mind altering substance in your body for a year or more you become really sensitive in your body to to taking things like I can't have too much caffeine now (laughs) and CBD the same thing although CBD I cannot physically get high off of it so it's safe in that regard taking too much of it still will give me like a stomach ache sometimes or even taking a proper dose or a conservative dose of CBD at the wrong time like say I need to drive home from a gig that's 50 minutes away from where I live, like that's not the time to take uh, even half of a CBD gummy that's going to make me feel really relaxed. <laughs> and again, it's not a high. It's I kind of equate it to like the equivalent of taking uh, melatonin before bed. Like the goal is for me to, to, to relax and, and get sleepy so that I can have better rest or get into a more relaxed state. If I'm doing something that requires like me to be more alert and and less chill, like it's not the time to take it. So for me, yeah, just the it's just good to know that I'm talking about my personal experience. And so my experience that I'm sharing with CBD doesn't guarantee that you're going to have the same experience. But I guess feel like it's helped me so much that I want to share. And also because you know, everybody's recovery is different as well. Like CBD might not work for you. I've talked to multiple of my sober friends who are like, they're really skeptical about CBD because they're afraid they're going to get addicted to it. Um, And I can say as somebody who used to spark up on the reg, on the regular, (laughs) I have not become addicted to it. Like I would abuse the, you know, like drinking and abuse smoking, like I'm not doing that to the CBD. It it doesn't it doesn't affect me in the same way. And I've even learned when not to take it. Like if I need to like 
get work done, then, you know, that's not the time to relax. <laughs> and as I mentioned, uh, from one of my previous con, uh, contests, one of my previous podcast episodes that I really have anxiety about driving, especially long distances. So I'm not going to make myself more anxious by taking something that while it's like natural and not bad for me, it's going to make me more relaxed than I need to be in that moment. So I think it's all about just like wisdom and discretion and just like awareness of self. Like once you try CBD, uh, sometimes it takes the body a moment, like weeks to get used to how the CBD is going to interact with your body. So that I can particularly say of the oils, it takes a while. Um, and I, I was so honestly like impatient that I really couldn't deal with like waiting so long. And then when I did take it, like it just, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel like it made that much of a difference. And I've even not had a great experience with, um, the gummies to start, you know, I ordered these really expensive gummies from, uh, the West coast (laughs) and they were pretty, they were in pretty packaging. They were pretty looking themselves, uh, vibrantly colored. They were expensive as, as I don't know what, and they didn't taste very good and they didn't change my anxiety at all. It was basically just really expensive candy. Um, so like I mentioned, it took me till just a couple of months ago. Um, a friend of mine had recommended this local shop that basically holds, you know, all of the, all of the Delta eight and all of the CBD related stuff. And because Delta eight to me is still like one step away from Delta nine, which is, which is the real, the raw of the MJ. I was like, that's too close for me. I can't do that. But the CBD um, is supposed to either be full on hemp or it will have less than 0.3% THC, which you cannot, I repeat, as I've mentioned multiple times now, you cannot get high off of it, thank God, but you will get the mind and body calm, um, that will help to reduce anxiety and, um, some of the other things that I mentioned earlier, um, depression, body pain, if you've got like muscle soreness from working out or from some other condition. Uh, if you've got a sleep disorder, it just helps with so many things. And yeah, that's my, that's my take on it. Um, if you are in recovery and you're curious about CBD, but you're nervous about it as well. I mean, the best thing is like just to, if there's one CBD gummy, cut that joint in fourths first. Then if you can handle fourths, but you need maybe a little bit more of a calm, like take half. I still to this day cannot take a whole CBD gummy because it, it makes me really calm, but it makes my stomach hurt. And I, I'm not somebody who enjoys headaches or bodily discomfort, stomach aches or anything like that. So I, I had to learn. I got so like nauseous the first time I tried these new gummies and I took like one and and then I felt so uncomfortable that I cut it back to fourths immediately. Then in months I was like, all right, like I'm not really feeling a change in my energy with this fourth of a gummy and I just take half now, you know, and it, it works really well for me. So let me know, like reach out on social media. Let me know what your vibe is.
with the CBD? Um, are you in recovery and curious about trying CBD? Are you not in recovery and you're just looking for something that's not going to have as strong of an effect as Mary Jane or alcohol? Um, and you want to just have like a, during the day, just like take the edge off of your anxiety that's going to be safe and unharmful for you more than likely. Um, or maybe you're looking to transition from your prescriptions and you're trying to find more holistic ways to achieve wellness and decrease your anxiety or your depression. And again, talk to your doctor first, but once you're clear to, to use it, um, yeah, I would say dip a toe in, don't go hog wild. Uh, as I mentioned, like definitely, um, take it in increments, um, see, see what works for you and let me know, let me know how it, uh, how, how you, what your experience is with it. Cause I love it. And, you know, I recently went like a week without having any, just to make sure that I was like, not, you know, overly dependent on that. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm fine. I didn't have any weird withdrawals or anything like, so I was like, I'm fine. And for me, I also equate this to, you know, there's 0.3% THC in CBD and there's 0.3% alcohol in uh, the NA drinks that I drink, the NA beers and things of that nature. So it's like, I can't get drunk off of those and I can't get high off of, off of these gummies either. So for me, it, it all ends up being the same. It's like, that was another reassuring factor for me. I'm like, this has as much THC as the NA beers I drink have alcohol, which means I'm safe. There's no danger for me uh, getting higher drunk off of these, off of these things. Um, what will happen more than likely is that I'll give myself a stomach ache, which is no fun. Um, one other thing I want to share is I want to shout out the, the gummies that I use that work for me. Let me just grab the bottle. So I take this kind called Lunchbox Alchemy, full spectrum CBD gummies. They're uh, the mixed fruit kind. They are 1500 milligrams and they are the dailies. Now on here, they even recommend suggested use. Adults take one to two. And I was like, fam, bro, not me, not me, not this one. I couldn't, I can't take one to two. I can't even take a whole one, son. I can't even take a whole one. Half. And if I take half at the beginning of the day, like after breakfast, I can typically by the evening time, I could take another half of one or a quarter of a one. But a whole one, fam, at the beginning of the day? Nah. So that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm taking less than the suggested use as well. So I'm taking about half or less than half of the suggested use, depending on if you're talking about one or two. Um, so it's about, it's about increments. It's about having the facts about, is it safe for you to use? You can look up the QR code. Um, you can find out uh, if they really have the amount of THC in there that, that the label says that they do. You can find out what they're working with in that regard. If you're clear to use it, um, as long as you're respecting the increments 
and you know being careful like i think that it it makes sense and it's like way better i think than for myself i can say cuz i can't speak for somebody who's maybe got a different condition than me mental health wise but i can say that this is a great alternative to my medication which um the side effects are scarier and the medication is way stronger which is also scary for me personally so there we have it that is this week's episode of destination lavender um thank y'all so much for joining me i'm so proud this is episode six um yeah so i appreciate y'all riding with me thus far and stay tuned for next week's episode If you're not following me on my social media platforms, please, please check it out. Support. I'm on Facebook under Destination Lavender. I'm on Instagram under Destination Lavender. And I'm on YouTube under Destination Lavender. This podcast is streamed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Reason Podcasts, and the platform which I upload these podcasts to every week, Buzzsprout.com. If you would like to support this podcast, Destination Lavender, or any of the other artistic things that I'm doing, be it my original music or my covers that I post online, please run over to patreon.com slash Guiana and consider becoming one of my patrons and supporting this content. I appreciate y'all so much. I will speak with you soon.